This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Bill. It's me, Roz. Okay, I have such a fun episode today with one of our favorites, Jess Ambrose, of the wildly popular podcast, Chatty Broads. We're going to get into that in a moment, but I have got something good. Ooh, this is good. This is good. This is good. Okay. So, over this weekend, I was doing the show that, you know, I've talked about a million times, Golden Girls, so fun, we do it on stage, I had a small little part, but I made the most of it. Now, we had different celebrity guests making surprise cameos, I mean, surprise for the audience, cameos on stage, and it was, it was so fun, every show had a different celebrity guest, Well, we happen to have movie star, A-list movie star slash bona fide honkasaurus, Chris Pine. He was in the cast 
just for the one day. He showed up. He was a pro. He had his own costume. He knew all of his lines. I mean, he was great. He was great. I mean, of course, when it's over, you want to be like, wow, you're really good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's Chris Pine. Anyway, so, of course, you know me. I got to talk about ghosts. The first thing I thought of when I heard that Chris Pine was going to do this was that episode a couple of months ago with Lou Taylor Pucci, the actor who also starred in a movie with Chris Pine a number of years ago. And Lou had the most incredible ghost story where, go back and listen, Lou Taylor Pucci. Basically, the gist of the story is that they were working on this movie on location. They were in this old hotel and (laughs) Lou had this experience at nighttime with this ghost in his room. And then the next day in the makeup chair, he's telling the story and Chris Pine was like, this is crazy. I, she was also in my room, the ghost. There's more to the story, but whatever. So when I heard that Chris Pine was going to be in it, I'm like, I want to, I want to ask him about that. But also it's kind of a quick, fast-paced thing. Like, we meet, we go over it, and then we go do it. You know, so I was like, I probably, it probably won't be, like, appropriate. I'm not going to, like... I, there, I mean, if it comes up, it comes up. Well, it was actually really strange because I left the room. This was, you know, we had already gone over everything for the show, and now we're just kind of chilling and having a good time. And I had left the room for a little bit, Actually, really, like two seconds. I think I went to the bathroom or something. I don't know. I come back, and they're talking about ghosts. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm like, does everyone? did everyone see that? I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it. It wasn't me. Somebody else brought it up. And it was because um, Martin, who's in the cast, was talking about uh, a near-death experience type thing, I believe. And then it turned into us you know people in the room talking about their beliefs and whatever and everyone in the cast that I'm friends with I I had already I've had on this podcast and they obviously know me they're very 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 close friends of mine so they all know that I'm the ghost lady so I interject and I'm like oh my god you guys are talking about ghosts like that's you know that's like my thing I love talking about ghosts and Chris Pine's like, yeah, I love that stuff. And he's like, how can people not believe in it? Like, it's so real. And everyone's had these experiences. And and I was like, well, you know, I'm like actually really into this stuff. And I have a podcast about it. And you came up on my podcast one time. He's like, what? I was like, yeah. Lou Taylor Pucci came on my podcast. And he was like, oh, my God. I tell that story all the time. And... Um, he told the story, the exact same story as Lou Taylor Pucci. I mean, he told it from his side, but it was all the exact same details. Not that I thought that Lou Taylor Pucci was lying or anything, but, um, it was just amazing to hear his side of it. And he was so excited to share it. And then like later on, I talk to him a little bit more about ghosts and stuff. And I, I said to him, I, I didn't ask him to come on the podcast. Sorry, that's not, I'm not leading up to me revealing that. I did not ask him to be on. But I did say, would you be okay with me 
sharing that you that I talked to you about this on the pod and he was like, "Yeah, of course." He was so cool. He was awesome. Either way, it was I you know, I of course one day hopefully I'll be able to have him on the pod and we can talk about it because it is such a good story, but either way, I got to have that experience and it was so fun and I was so excited to share it with you and now I just did. So anyway, that's that. Let's get into this episode with Jess. I love her so much. She has been on this podcast twice. She was on in 2021 on February 4th. And she was also on in 2019 on the 15th of August. So go back and listen if you're not familiar because she shares a lot of her ghost experiences. Of course, ghosts are obsessed with her. So she has a ton of stories. And... I have been on her podcast, Chatty Broads, which she hosts with Becca Martinez, and it's a giant podcast, and I know that we have a lot of listeners to this show and Chatty Broads, so um, shout out to the Broad Squad. I love them so much, and um, listen to their show because they're just great, and I celebrate Halloween with them every year. Oh, also... Duh. This is on video, too. So there's a link in the description of this episode, or you can just go on YouTube and type in Ghosted by Ross Hernandez, Jess Ambrose, whatever. Um, Jess looks so cute in the video. There are a couple of visual components to this episode, so it might you might want to watch the video for that. Um, either way, check that out. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. With my friend, Jess Ambrose. On with the show! You guys, I am joined once again by an absolute favorite. She is wearing the cutest Betty Boop top. Oh my god. She's always serving some sort of look. Gorgeous. And put on the glasses for the the cameras. For those watching, which you should be. She's known for throwing shade. She's very... I'm honestly the shade. She's always looking for problems. I came on here to argue with you. (laughs) We decided we're going to fight because I walked in and you decided to look this sexy today. And I was trying to turn a look and then you show up with that gorgeous face. So now we're fighting. See, you would be the worst housewife. (laughs) That's not how it works. (laughs) You got to get more personal and more... I'm like, I'm going to throw this drink at you because you are you so too good. stunning, okay? Yeah. And I'm feeling insecure. So, <laughs> champagne. Jess Ambrose, welcome Yay. back to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so happy to see you. And I'm always happy to see you. It makes my heart so happy. I know. And the ghosts are always happy to see you. The ghosts <laughs> honestly won't leave me alone. <laughs> I feel like I know when it's time to come back and be with you and be on the podcast because they'll be quiet for a little while after I come on this show and then a few months uh-huh. into it they're knocking yeah they're like you're due to talk to Roz I'm like okay I hear you ghosts I will go visit one of my favorite people you don't have to push me <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to scare my child okay oh no she's actually okay this round hasn't been as spooky for this her. round this round of spookiness hasn't been that's what I feel like it comes in the hauntings in my house definitely come in rounds I could see that you know? hey maybe it's like an anniversary of Something that happens in your house. I don't know. 
I hadn't thought of that. It could be. Maybe. Is it always the same time or is it just? This is when I wish I would journal. You know what I mean? Because I have no concept. I don't. Right. I mean, it feels, it does feel like it's around the same time. And I, I guess we're nearing spooky season. But it started up again about like two months ago. Do you think the ghosts know that it's almost Halloween? I think they're ready to party. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> this is kind of our moment. I know we've talked about this before, but there's always, honestly, people are rude. They have different, you know, guesses about ghosts. And I would just imagine that if they're here, they are still wanting to party. Right? It could be. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure some. I mean, people are saying that it's only scary, spooky things. I'm like, yeah, but what about like the ones who want to stay here? This was my recent revelation in my own yeah. mind about the ghosts. But see, and this is judgmental of me, but I always just feel like a lot of time. Now, there's a lot of different activity that could be taking place. Sure. Is it connected to a human or could it just be some energy in the air? But it, when it's connected to a human spirit, I always, this is my judgmental thing, mm -hmm. it always seems sad to me. Mm -hmm. whether it seems like it or not. Like, okay, if it seems like, oh, this ghost is like loves it, it's like, honey, like, the party's over. Like, this yeah. party's over. There's another one There's to go to. There's another one. There's a, well, that's my thing. And, you know, maybe it's my brain, my non-housewife, real housewife brain, where I'm trying to be, like, positive about it. But yeah. I always think about, I'm like, the ghosts have to be hot, right? Because... <laughs> The only people who'd want to stay here and not go somewhere better were the ones who, like, lived an amazing, sexy life on Earth. You know what I mean? I mean like, the star football player who was like, I live my best life here uh, and I'm not okay. going anywhere. Like, See, yes. You know? So it is sort of Hot like ghosts. with the living people where you're 40, you still wear your football jersey. Exactly. I gotcha. Maybe that's what the ghosties are. Or is it somebody that's like, I didn't get to be my hottest self. Okay. So I'm I'm not gonna leave until I'm the hottest one here, mm -hmm. or the hottest I can be. I like be. that too. I like that too. I don't know, or maybe gonna, it has nothing to do with any of this. Maybe one day I'll haunt all the mean girls from my high school. That would be fun. That's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> or their children. <laughs> um, I'm like, sorry, you don't deserve this. This was your parents' fault, but you know, now we're all older. We've all passed, so now I'm coming back <laughs> so to haunt you. You're the best. It's just part of what you know. It's just what has to happen. Yeah. Cyclical nature of life. Yeah, it's um, it's not. That's not sad at all. Yeah. Um. So what's going on? We need to recap your house. Yes. Okay. So I remember. Here's what I remember from you telling me. This house that you live in, mm -hmm. there was somebody brought over some dolls that used to live in the Spooky house. Spooky dolls, yes. Somebody dropped off a photograph. Mm -hmm, an old man. Yeah, an old man mm -hmm. dropped off a photograph. The old man disappeared. Evaporated. Evaporated. <laughs> um, haven't you heard things in your attic? Yes, we'd heard things up in the attic um, to the point where one day my husband went and took a ladder and opened up the attic. And normally we have like all our Christmas decorations and everything right near the entrance to it, easy access. All of those boxes boxes had been pushed to the back of the attic. So That's either weird. someone's living in our attic, possibilities. When we've talked about this on our podcast, the amount of messages from people talking about someone living up there, I'm like, okay, this needs to stop. I don't want to hear about that. I can handle ghosts, not someone living in my attic. How could they get 
Is there another entrance? I don't think so. Oh no! To think of them <laughs> having to go through your house when you're not looking is oh, stop. that is it the makes scariest it so thing. So much scarier. So much scarier. But okay, so we know it's again ghosts. Your mm-hmm. theory: this is their time now. So that means that they probably so. it's sorry, but you either are Halloween or Christmas, and if mm-hmm. they don't like Christmas. They're pushing. They're pushing the toys back. Is what I'm saying. They're like, it's not time for Christmas. I'm a Halloween ghost. Oh my god, it's like a Krampus situation. Could be. That movie really freaked me out. I I love that movie. It was fantastic. It's funny, but it really scared me. Like I don't know what it was where I was laughing the whole time, but it affected me for about a week after. I just kept getting the images in my head. It's so good. (sighs) Wait. So okay, what else has happened? We we tried. (laughs) <laughs> to do use a spirit box at your house. We got very little. Wait, didn't we get a name? What was the name that we got? <laughs> it was like, it was something remember. like Alvin or Alvin. something. Was it Alvin? That's what it yeah, was. Okay, Alvin, Alvin. But I don't, whatever. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Christmas. Could be. I don't know. Could be. So uh, has Alvin or anybody, well, your dog has had, hasn't your dog had some weirdness? Well, that was actually uh, a few years ago. The dog was acting very strange. Same house? Same house. Um, Now, I guess my little one occasionally will, like, perk up and act a little weird. But she can be like that sometimes, so I can't judge it quite on her. Didn't she say she saw people, or she, didn't, I thought she, you told me one time that she was, like, she was hearing people or seeing people, or no, did I make that up? The dog? No, your daughter. Oh, I thought you said my dog, and I'm like, no. I'm like, you're casually Wasn't telling me that my dog told to me one time? about the people. I'm like, that's the part that I'd get a little more freaked out of. No, didn't your daughter say something? Oh yes. Or am yes. I putting words in her oh, mouth? Oh no, no, no. She okay, definitely what did. She did. Say? Um, there was a time when she was talking about seeing people in her room. We moved her bedroom because her original. We had like. Her little room that we uh, had her sleeping in when we first moved there, and she was really young, and she kept talking about seeing the woman in the closet, which, granted, we all we all get a little scared of closets when we're young, right? Tell me about it. <laughs> but, so when she said that, I was a little bit like, okay, all of our babysitters have told us that our house is haunted. Right. So we would, that's, those were the first people we were hearing it from, were the babysitters. My husband and I weren't really picking up on it that much. But then we kept hearing it from them and we're like, I'm just not getting that vibe. And then she starts talking about woman in the closet. I'm seeing some weird orbs in her monitor, but I'm trying not to like get too freaked out of it. Um, and she was just having nightmares. We moved her and we put her in the other room in our house that's like attached to ours, basically. She's almost like in our room with like a little thin wall. Because of this? Yeah, because it was just, she was getting so scared all the time. Oh and it was, I could not for the life of me, when she would call me in the middle of the night, go into the room knowing that she's seeing that and like stay in the room and be like, it's okay. That's why I will never Don't be, be a parent. Out. That's why I will never be a parent. If a child told me that, I would say, "You're on your own." Sorry, kid. bye. No, the mo- the the monitors are the scariest thing in the entire world. The baby monitors are terrifying. Yeah, I don't care if anything's happening in your house or not. When you stare at that, and you're like, when my husband will be gone, I'm alone at home looking at that thing. 
Uh-uh. I'm like, I, I know I'm going to see something move. Yeah, that is paranormal activity. It is so scary. But so we moved her in the back. And then for a long time, she was okay. And then like two years ago, she started kind of having a series of scary dreams and being like, it feels like there's somebody in the, in the room. And I'm like, ah, maybe she's just getting older. I don't know. Like she's maybe like getting ideas from movies she's watching. I try to be careful, but I don't know. Maybe something snuck in that spooked her in a movie. Um, but in the past two months again, out of nowhere, she keeps talking about the lady in the closet, which she doesn't have like she's the type of person that if you're like, remember what happened yesterday? She's like, no idea. <laughs> like, does, just does not recall. And that's like a very clear memory that's all of a sudden back. She's like, remember when I used to sleep in that bedroom when I was a baby and there was the woman in the closet and I used to tell you about the woman in the closet and she'd see me at night. Has she described what this woman looks like? She said she looked old. Okay, you're the one that said that all these ghosts are hot. I mean, I don't I mean, know. hey, listen. I'm I, like, a- old? Ageist. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the, but the way you said old made me think that she was I don't like, really know. She said old, long hair. Which could be very hot. Which sounds like a really attractive, beautiful, older woman. Wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm real sorry. The way that you said old really made me picture the lady from The We're Shining. Um, but yeah, she. I don't get like a, a great sense from her. Normally she describes things really well. And when I've asked her questions, she kind of seems to just be like, she's older, she has long hair, but it's almost like she doesn't want to give me details or maybe they're too fuzzy for her, but she talks about it now all of a sudden, which is strange because of now the recent happenings in the house. Like what? Okay. So it was really, there was no movement for a long time. Like, truly, after you came, maybe it has something to do with you. Maybe you're my little, like, energetic conduit who comes into the house and, like, brings peace upon it. Sure. I need you back. Um, Have me back on your podcast. (laughs) I need you back on the podcast. Because after we did the spirit box, Alvin spoke to us, (laughs) gave us, you know. Do you think she's Alvin? Maybe. It's a unique name. It's possible. Maybe. I don't know. But it was quiet. I wasn't really getting much. I kind of, after you brought the spirit box, I like started to download tons of apps on my phone. And I'm like, I'm going to do all like that stuff in my, um, what's the, the name of it? Not spirit box, but. EVPs? It's not EVPs, but it's something like the spirit box, basically. But it's an app on the on. Okay, yeah, there's a bunch of them. So I downloaded, like, all of those. And so I was just going throughout the house and seeing, you know, where the frequency was higher and if I heard any words. okay, like an EMF meter An EMF, that's what it is. Okay. And so I was, like, like checking the frequency. And that was scaring the living daylights out of me because it was just, like, exploding. Well, and the thing with that is it's electronics. Mm -hmm. It will you know, right. spike. So it's like, okay, it's in my living room. I have a TV. Maybe we're just living in like, on like a weird magnet hill. And sometimes that can cause paranormal activity. That can cause maybe 
also being skeptical. It could cause people to think that it's paranormal activity because weird things are happening. I mean, it can be a lot of things. It's kind of common. And that's what I've been processing lately. Like, maybe that's what's been happening because a lot of it was, you know, minus what my daughter saw, sounds, um, like hearing voices, high-pitched ringing, you know, that type of thing. But I guess the box moving, the dolls, it's all very creepy. I'm just trying to justify and not get so scared because... It was super quiet, and then a couple months ago, in the middle of the day, um, my husband Evan and I were both home, and I was on the phone with someone, and he was in the living room, and he's just like, Jessica, Jessica, do you hear that, that the talking, like the voices in this room right now? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's panicking, and I'm like, no, I don't hear anything. And so he's sitting on the couch, tripping out. And I get off the phone and I'm kind of going about my business. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. I hear, like, in the middle of our room, like, right in front of us, two people speaking. Hmm. It was very strange. What did they sound like? It was, like, kind of whisper talking, like, but it sounded like a conversation. Did they sound hot? They sounded really attractive, actually. (laughs) You're so hot. No, you're hot. Hi, you're hotter. You're hotter. You're really bothering oh me how hot you are. So I'm hot. feeling so insecure and jealous now. Stop being so hot. Oh gosh, you're so sexy. Okay. <laughs> but so they're it, doing that. So we're hearing this back and forth. And it's very weird because it's almost like, you know, how sound just goes. Whoo. Okay. Because in this room, there's two voices like in the center speaking. And we can hear them so distinctly. But we have nothing on. So it's no TV or radio or anything in the next room. And it was like, I can hear it here, but not if I go in the next room. Strange. And we were both just like sitting there so quiet. And you really couldn't make out any words. No, no. But I also have a hard time with the EVPs too. Lord knows. I can never understand anything. We'll figure this out later. Yeah. (laughs) But so that happened. And we're like, that was really weird. That kind of felt very freaky. But again, explanation, I'm like, maybe there was something somewhere that was like picking up on some frequency and we heard something that sounded like voices. I don't know. But then two days later, my daughter is at school. So it's just the two of us at home and or at camp. Doesn't matter. (laughs) The two of us are at home. And the way that our bedroom is set up is we have our bedroom and then her room is attached to ours and there's the door, but the lock is from inside, inside our bedroom, not inside her bedroom. Okay. So like we could lock it. Okay. Um, it was just set up that way. Don't know why. We've never touched the lock ever. None of us have. Um, so middle of the day, she has, of course, the nicest bathroom in the house, big old shower. So when she is not home, we typically will shower in that shower. It's the best water pressure too. So my husband goes in, like as he always does when she's gone, he goes into her bathroom, goes through our room, into her room, in her bathroom, he's showering. I'm in the kitchen doing dishes. And all of a sudden I hear a pounding and he's going, Jessica, Jessica, unlock the door. And I'm like, what? And I go, and the door, our daughter's door, has been closed and locked from my side. 
And so he's stuck inside her room with the door locked. He's freaking out because, first of all, he's like, I did not close that door. I never, he's like, if it's just you and I home, he mm-hmm. never closes the door before right. he's going to go and shower. He just showers. He's like, I didn't close the door and I absolutely didn't lock the door. So we're going, okay, maybe you you did close it and you're just absolutely blanking and maybe one of us met, or our daughter messed with the lock earlier. But it felt weird. It felt really, like, scary, and it scared him. Like, he did not like it. And we both felt super uncomfortable. A few days after that... Wait, um, but that's not the closet room, right? That's not the closet room. That's her new room. Okay. Does it have a closet? Not. It's like a, a tiny little... Pulled or it's not like a, a little tiny walk in like her old one. Her old one was like one of those ones like you open the door and it's like looks dark inside and the lady apparently lives in there. Okay. So a few days later, uh my daughter loses a tooth and she had this whole thing where like she wasn't ready to give the tooth to the tooth fairy yet. Oh. So she was like, I'm gonna put it. Or it was something like she wasn't ready or she's like wanted to make it easier for the tooth fairy. I don't remember, but she's like, I'm going to put it um, next to my bed on her little table, not under the pillow. So the next morning when she we wake up, she's like, Mom, my tooth's gone. And I go in and it's not on the table. And we didn't touch it. I find the tooth across the room on another dresser. Do you think the tooth fairy came in and was like, oh, I, I, heard, so. I heard there's a fresh one for me. And then she's like, wait a minute. This <laughs> is not under the pillow. It's very simple instructions. She's like, I only ask one thing. It's just and the one thing I ask. Humans cannot figure it out under the pillow or it means nothing to me. She's like, I don't want your dresser tooth. <laughs> I want the pillow tooth. That's kind of my thing. It's been that way for a long time. Don't come in here and try to change the rules. I don't yeah. know who you think you are that you can just walk in here thousands of years into my business yeah. and stop putting it under the pillow. I'm not rebranding. <laughs> it is not time for that, honey. Um, but yeah, the tooth was on the opposite side of the room. And again, we break it down. Maybe in the middle of the night, my daughter slept walk. Slept walk. Slept. Sleepwalked? Sleepwalked. Slept walked. Slept walked. Slept walked. Slopped. <laughs> swapped. Um, Maybe she did that. But she doesn't normally do that. Does that she I'm still aware have a of. monitor? Yeah. Did you watch it? Oh, it's not like a recorded one. Oh, okay. But I didn't hear anything. She didn't wake up in the middle of the night and like go to the bathroom or anything like that. Um, and it was freaky. And so then a few days after that, I was in this studio. So, you know, our studio is behind our house. Um, I had to go record something in the studio. So Evan went. He set up everything for me and closed the studio door. He went back in the house. Here's the thing about Evan. One of our biggest fights is that he never closes or locks doors. Like, we always fight about it. I've been with a man for 15 years. He still can't figure it out. And he knows it's like my biggest pet peeve. So I know he always walks in and 
doesn't normally close the door, definitely doesn't lock the door. We have, you know, a door and a gate going outside to the studio. I record for 10 minutes and I come back in and the gate is locked and the door is locked to get into the house. I don't, I had no, and I'm pounding on it. I'm like, Evan, why would you do that? And he goes, I didn't even close it. And so double locked. So it's just feeling very spooky and very ominous again. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like, like the feeling that much. Sometimes it doesn't bother me. Sometimes the energy doesn't feel so spooky. But why is it locking you places? And I don't like that it's locking me out. Locking you out? It's locking me out of my house. Keeping you away. Yes. Do you think it's trying to get to Evan? Oh my God, do you think the ghost, do you think the old lady ghost is like super attracted to him? Probably. She thinks he's a sexy piece. He's attractive. He's a cute guy. She's I know. Probably so like, maybe okay, you need to leave. <laughs> you need to leave the daughter. You both of you guys need to go. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. You know, he got so freaked out once in the house, and the man doesn't get scared very often. He got so freaked out once. I was out of town. He took our daughter and he went to my mother-in-law's house to spend the night because he was too scared to sleep there. Why did he get so freaked out? Because he was working in his studio um, and he had a friend over who was working with him and so the friend saw this as well and like two objects like flew across the room while they were recording. This was a, a while ago, but so. You live in a full-on haunted house. I think so. And you, ha I feel like you've lived in many. <laughs> it feels that way. Um, we definitely had a house before that gave us weird energy, uh -huh. but nothing ever happened. It was just like, oh, this house is strange, and we both had a moment where we connected over it. But we, in the course of being together for, you know, 11, 12 years, at least living together, um, we've moved like seven times, and then this was the one house that we've been in now for a long time. So... We both didn't really experience haunted homes when we were young. So I didn't feel like I grew up being like, oh, my God, my house feels haunted. I felt horrified because, you know, growing up very religious, I was always mm -hmm. very afraid of my sins when I was in bed. Right. <laughs> but I wasn't scared of the ghosts. So, okay, to recap. Yes. There's an old, hot woman. Very attractive. Cougar, maybe. Do we still use her, that word? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe like a uh, like a, a Faye Dunway. Okay. Like a beautiful <laughs> older woman. Sure. Long hair. Long hair. After your husband. Apparently, maybe doesn't like my daughter, and certainly doesn't like me. Doesn't like teeth. Is not a fan of teeth. Maybe doesn't have any more. Maybe she's jealous. Maybe she's an old woman that doesn't have teeth and she wanted that tooth. Do you think that she's trying to put together a whole new rack of teeth to attract my husband? <laughs> One at a time. My daughter is losing teeth rapidly, so she's in the right place. Did the tooth fairy eventually get that tooth? Uh, yes, the tooth fairy got the tooth. The tooth fairy got the tooth immediately. I'm like, we're wrapping this tooth up now. I'm not leaving this haunted tooth around my house. Do you keep those teeth? I've kept the teeth, and I feel so straight. It's sweet because you're like, oh, it's my kids. But there's an ominous feeling about collecting teeth. Somewhere in my parents' house, you will find a little envelope that has my teeth that I grew out of my body. <laughs> it's disgusting. Do you think one day, you know how they have now archaeological digs and they're finding things? Uh -huh. 
this current culture that has been happening now for the past, what, 50 years we've been collecting teeth, maybe? One day they're just going to find envelopes in all these houses. Just yeah, like, they're going to be like, these people fil- were disgusting. <laughs> Why do these people collect teeth yeah. in jars and in envelopes? Exactly. I don't know. It's so gross. It's disgusting. <sighs> so is that it? I think so. But, you know... <sighs> I'm not thinking that it'll be it, it, because it feels like it's just starting to ramp up a little bit again. But you want to keep it, right? You don't want to get rid of this? Um, It's good content. It is good content. <laughs> it just dep- it depends on my mood. Well, Sometimes, let's see where it goes. That's the thing. Sometimes I'm like a ghosty. I am feeling adventurous, and I want to talk to you. Where are you at, Alvin? I want to speak to you. Um, but sometimes they're... I've talked to you before about the different energy shifts in the house. Like sometimes the haunting feeling doesn't feel ominous. And then I'm all about it. I'm like, this is fun. This is good Mm -hmm. content. I don't feel nervous. But when there's that ominous energy, I'm like, I'm down for it to be gone. Well, that's the thing with ghosts. Like just by nature, the idea of it is invasive and... (laughs) not asking for consent like it's basically just i'm gonna appear here and hopefully you're okay with it or or maybe you're not a thousand percent i'm just gonna lock you in a room i'm gonna (laughs) throw some shit you know and like sometimes that's fine and sometimes it's not yeah it depends on my mood sometimes i want someone to stay late after one of my parties and sometimes i need them to go home immediately so i can take a bath and go to bed what are these parties i want to go i mean they're imaginary (laughs) Invite me. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but Watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed. But will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hey, can I tell you about a famous story? Please. Okay. This is actually shifting gears to something more alien. Well, you know... It's Don't not, here you go with you know you have an amazing story about aliens. I have aliens. an alien. No, but it's just interesting because I've definitely when we've talked about certain of that like certain happenings, I always get messages from people saying maybe 
it's actually not a ghost and maybe it's more like an alien portal like um what's the word like a little a little hole in the dimensions where we are okay because it always feels like different energy they're like maybe people are like passing it's through. a portal yeah it's like the harry potter train station but in my living room it you could know be. there's always people arriving coming and going it and maybe be. it's aliens okay it could be Please continue. Um, well, let's see if you've ever had anything like this happen okay. to you. Okay. This is the story of the Kelly Hopkinsville case. Okay. Which would also be a good drag name. Kelly Hopkinsville <laughs> case. Coming to the stage. Um, so this happened in the Kelly Hopkins, Kelly or Hopkinsville area of Kentucky. Uh, okay. Oh, which I thought is, it was a, a, a lady. No, no, no. Okay. It actually is two count or Got two it. city or okay. towns, Kelly and Hopkinsville. They're in Christian County, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Okay. And fun fact about that area, up until 2019, 60% of all bowling balls were made in that area. Fun? So good times. Strap on your bowling <laughs> shoes because I got a doozy for you. I got a strike. I know. I'm like, I'm like, what's bowling terminology? I got a a big old ball, ball of a story <laughs> for you to put your fingers in. Um, so this took place on August 21st, 1955. So we just missed the anniversary. How did you celebrate the <laughs> anniversary of the Kelly oh, Hopkins? Let me bill? think back. <laughs> this was August 21st, 1955. Okay. So this involves Billy Ray Taylor. Not Cyrus. Not Cyrus. Okay. Billy Ray Taylor, he was visiting Kelly, Kentucky from Pennsylvania. He was staying with his friend named Elmer, also known as Lucky. Elmer Lucky Sutton. What a name. And uh, and his family. There was 11 people total that were in this house. And Billy Ray, he's, you know, it's a hot night. And he's like, you know what, I need to go get some water. So he goes out to the well I mean, this was like they had a well. They didn't have electronics. Like, this was out there. Okay, yeah. so goes out to the well, and he looks up, and he sees this silvery object in the sky. Mm-hmm. And it has an exhaust behind it that he describes as having all the colors of the rainbow. An early pride yes. event, maybe. Maybe. The song Born This Way was playing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but so... He's hearing like this hissing noise and then it kind of lands behind the farmhouse. Okay. And then the object lands. Okay. I guess he sees it like go over, it stops and then it plops down like somewhere behind the farmhouse. Okay. So he goes in and he's like, "Guys, remember how I was just getting water?" They're like, "Yeah, where is it? We're thirsty." And he's like, "Okay, but I saw this silver thing up there with like a rainbow behind it." And they're like, "Billy Ray, more like silly Ray, okay. <laughs> Billy, no. Elmer's like Mm-mm-mm. not having it. Not having it. So, th- whatever. Uh, like I think about an hour goes by. Some reports say, and then the dogs are barking. Okay. Which is also my favorite thing to say when I've worn heels all day. I like to go, "Oh, my dogs are barking." Do you ever say that? It's a fun one. No, but I'm gonna say that. Steal now. it. Oh, my oh. dogs are barking. Oh, it's the perfect way to describe it. Um, so the dogs are barking. Okay. And so all the other people in the house are like, "Wait a minute, Billy Ray, not silly Ray." So they go outside and they see something approaching them. 
Oh my god. It is described as a humanoid figure about three and a half feet tall. Okay. It's got a large head. It's got long arms and talons. No, not the talons. Unnecessary. I was all good until the talons. Those are talons. Aren't those talons? Aren't well, talons just were long fierce, nails? Then sure. <laughs> yeah, those are sickening. Um. <laughs> if they had a nice shade to them, then fine. Yeah. Um, so it's got the talons. They're like long arms about touching the ground with the talons. Dragging the talons, perhaps? I don't know. Ugh. Okay. So they also say that it had yellowy eyes that glowed. Glue? Glowed. Um, and bodies that seemed to shimmer like they were metallic. Okay. And actually, I have a picture here. This was a a rendering as described by what Billy Ray saw. Something like this. Oh, wow. Okay. This Long arms. Long arms. Also, tight mus- midsection. I was going to say, the muscles, the pecs are looking nice. Not bad. Chicken legs. Like little tiny skinny legs. Yeah. It's skinny legs definitely only works out the upper body. In yeah. You can't skip alien leg day. gym. Yes. The extraterrestrial gym. And the ear situation, was that discussed? Um, the big ears. Because those look kind of like wings. They do look wing-like, which that will come back up. Okay, so. If this thing flies with its ears, I'm out. Just wait. (laughs) With the dragging talons. No, 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 no. So they get out their guns and they start shooting at this thing. Not a good call. And there's some reports later that they had said that there was a ton of them. I mean, it gets a little hazy with these reports, but. Oh, so some of them were saying there were. A lot? A couple of them. Okay. So they're shooting at them. They actually described that it flipped. Like they were like flipping around. Flipping to cr- a tree. The, the the extraterrestrial creatures were flipping. Yeah. Okay. Flipping. At first I was thinking like the bullets were bouncing off their bodies, which is also frightening. But whatever that is flipping around, it's well, spooky. I mean, you could argue that maybe the bullets were flying off of them or... These guys didn't have a good shot because they never really got one. Okay. I don't know. Um, or they were just flipping everywhere and they were skipping, you know, missing all the bullets. I don't know. So at one point, so they go back inside and the the family does. And then these these little things that flip up into the trees and they're like running off into the woods like scary. Like, scatter? So, yeah. So they go inside and they're just like, okay, I think it's over. And at one point they see one pressing its face up against the window which i don't know what exactly that looks like have you ever do you, do you know romeo and michelle it cute, like where it's smushed yeah do you know romeo and michelle yes. there's like that scene where they're on the road trip and the kid is like putting his face and like making faces against the window yes and then michelle does it that's what i'm hoping it like was kind of a precious yeah sticking your tongue out sweet and, moment not so much of like the strangers don't Less get me of, started with that movie. The first time I saw that movie, I was camping in a tent. I'm not going to get into it right now. That's the worst type of time to be watching Terrible time. I to, walked out of the theater the first time. I was so scared. It is so scary. Okay. So, it's all calming down again, okay. you know. Okay. Billy Ray pokes his, his head out, and a hand is seen reaching down and touching his hair with the talons. So... They get back inside. They're hearing little noises on the roof a little bit. It's been a few hours, and they're like, okay, we got to get out of here. So they've, they've been stuck inside. Yes. Okay. 
So they get into their cars or their trucks or whatever. They go down to the police station. They tell them what was going on. And the cops come over. They get a whole crew of people, a photographer, like everyone. They, they all go back to the house, and they don't find anything. And there was one officer named Frank Dudas who did believe them, and he went on record saying that he had actually seen UFOs in the area uh, a year before. So there was that. Now, Glennie Lankford, who was Sutton's mom, uh, she was the matriarch of the household, she said that they were not drinking, they weren't allowed to drink, because everyone was like, these people are wasted, they're just like out there, sure, you know, sure. they don't have TV, I mean, they don't have internet. They're it's just like be the immediate assumption. You're talking about you described the talons, the glowing eyes, the big ears, and they're flipping all over. They're in the trees. In the fifties too. They're smushing their faces against the windows. Yeah. I'm like, you, you guys. guys are getting wild mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the brandy's a little the moon shines hidden. Moonshine. Uh-huh. Yeah. So or I don't know, white claws or whatever. White claws. <gasps> <gasps> um, oh my god. So she reported that around 3.30 in the morning, she saw one of them. This is after the investigation and stuff. Okay. She sees one of them with its hand on the window, like, looking in. like Creepy, huh? Actually, her report is posted online. Um, wait, first let me show you. This is some of the guys describing. I mean... Fine, huh? Okay, so is that Billy Ray? Is that Elmer? I can't remember. Because of these would... three guys, two of them are Billy Ray and Elmer. They're all very attractive. They're What's that about? Fine. <laughs> I I mean, honestly, the open shirt with the open hairy chest. Open shirt, the gorgeous hair. I would it's like a Paul Newman. I'm like, is this just a screen grab from like a very well acclaimed movie. Seriously, this is where I would be visiting if I was an alien. Also, the premise of this does feel like M Night's signs a little bit. Well, yeah, I, the people have said that this has uh, inspired movies and ET possibly, um, but Zam, these now, guys are fine. Do you I'm be- sorry. Do you believe the fine men a little more? No. Okay. No, I don't. I think that. Sometimes hot people just always want to be the most interesting person. They just want to be the center of the attention. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so this I'm is like you look like that. You don't have to. You don't have to try to tell us. No, about, you don't have to try. You know the little creatures running around. Elmer, mm-hmm. come good. on, Elmer. Elmer, I'm already sticking to you like Elmer's glue, honey. Listen, your middle name is Lucky. I see why now. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, I'm trying to get lucky. <laughs> so. This is um, the report, I guess, that was written by the woman. She okay. says, "My a lot of these, you can see it's like blanked out, some of the names and stuff. But um, age 50, I live in Hops, Hopkinsville, Route 6, Kentucky. On Saturday, uh, Sunday night, August 21st, 1955, at about 10.30 p.m., I was walking through the hallway, which is located in the middle of my house, and I looked out the back door, which was south, and I saw a bright silver object about two and a half feet tall appearing round. I became excited and did not look at it long enough to see if it had any eyes or move. Oh, so she's talking about when she says object, I guess she's talking about the creature. It was about 15 or 20 feet from me. I fell backward and then was carried into my bedroom. My two sons, age 25, and his wife, who was 29. Um, Jealous. <laughs> and jealous. her other son, who was 21, and his 
wife <laughs> who's 27 and their friends who are 21. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of people, blah, 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 blah. Um, they're all in the house. They saw this little man that looked like a monkey. At about 3.30 a.m., I was in my bedroom, and I looked out the north window, and I saw a silver shining object about two and a half feet tall, and it had its hands on the screen looking in. I called for my sons, and they shot at it, and it left. I was about 60 feet from it this time. 60 feet? Um, I did not see it anymore i have read the above statement and it is true to the best of my knowledge and belief and it is a certified signed copy so there's that okay wait so back to this story here um again a lot of people think that they were wasted she says no i don't allow that in my home i don't know many suspect that it was horned owls which also have yellow eyes and round heads and the big wings. Okay. If you're drunk. I guess talons, too. Talons. I guess so. Um, another sheriff from a nearby town joined the initial investigation, uh, and he said in 2003 in an interview that they were drunk. Okay. Whereas some other police officers were like, no, it didn't seem like they were. So who knows? Um, It was all over the newspapers. It became a big old thing. Mm -hmm. They put up no trespassing signs because people wanted to come up and see. Of course. Probably. They probably want to see the men. Let's be honest. (laughs) They're like, I'm not interested in those horned owls. Yeah. I'm a little horned (laughs) I'm horned for something else. Okay. Okay. So they put up these no trespassing signs. It didn't work. People kept coming in. Also, they're like, what are they going to do, shoot me? They couldn't shoot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, obviously, this didn't work last time, right. so I'm not so scared due to the history. But also, the aliens never came back, so maybe they saw the no trespassing sign. They're just polite. They're like, Sorry. Yeah, they're like, please don't, do not shoot at us. I mean, in that situation, do you just barricade yourself in your home? Are you oh. trying to defend yourself? Yeah, how do you go on after that? Well, I'll tell you what they did. They began charging admission for people to come to their house. They said 50 cents to come over here, $1 for some info, $10 for pictures. Oh, a move. Okay. Yes. So they're capitalists up in here. Of course. (laughs) Um, Well, one thing I read online that I found a little interesting was that the two men, Lucky and Billy Ray, they met working together at a traveling carnival. So they had a little bit of that carnival energy. So they knew that they could create some sort of magical story to get people to pay. Possibly. Possibly. But to this day, every year, um, though I was looking it up, I don't know if COVID, if, or I don't know, but they have done this festival every year that is called the Little Green Men uh, now, it became that this was a – originally they said it was silver, but it became like the little green men that were in this house. Um, but it's called the Little Green Men Days Festival. And there's pictures online. People like dress up and they it's like a carnival kind of fair. Well, that sounds fun. That takes place in that area. What do you, what do you feel in your heart? I – I think it's fun, especially in the 50s. Like, no, you're bored. You know, it's like when you talk about credibility of people that report this stuff, it's like who is it going to – like 
who will you believe? You know, I don't know. True. There's always there's always going to be reasons why you can now, rationalize. Here's my thing. People might laugh at this because clearly I'm very open to the ghosty moments okay. due to my house. But I feel like in general, I do, I really do, when I'm not trying to be dramatic about it and have fun, I do try to square away the ghost stories. I try to make them make logical sense to yeah. me um, and take potentially spirit out of it. Yeah. You know, that's where I go first. The alien ones, I'll believe anything you tell me. Yeah? <laughs> yes, I want to so bad. I just want it to be, I'm like, I mean, I, there are aliens, come on, the, the extraterrestrials. Now, it's just more like, you know, are we ever going to encounter one that we're aware of? But I believe, I, I believe think we will. any and all. You think in our lifetime? Yeah. I hope so. I, assuming that I live to be an old lady with long hair, like Elvin. Yes, um, with your extraterrestrial boyfriend. Honey, extraterrestrial. <laughs> um, can I show you a haunted doll? Please. Or is this going to bring up some... Trauma. It might trigger some some trauma, but you know what? I would love to dive in. Our haunted dolls were very spooky, um, but they are now gone. I got they rid of them. They didn't come back. Do they you know about not. the haunted Elsa doll a couple years ago, Elsa from Frozen? I heard about this. This is one of my favorite stories I've ever read in the newspaper. I'm obsessed that it was an Elsa doll. And she kept coming back. Elsa wanted to stay put, and they kept relocating her. She would not let it go. <laughs> she kept reappearing. It was an amazing story. In, in true Elsa fashion, she just kept coming back, wouldn't let it go. She wouldn't let it go. Oh, yeah. No, ours, I took it to, I took both of them far away. Well, I have another idea for you if you were, if this ever happens again. Okay. And you want a little bit of extra cash just for fun, Please. eBay. Okay eBay is the place to go. Because people want those haunted dolls. Do they? I mean, okay, so we're going to talk today about Ruby. Ruby. So about a week ago, I was doing what I do every single week. Mm -hmm. Go on eBay, type in haunted dolls. <laughs> I really do do I this. I love you. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and I, I keep up with the going rates. I keep up with the community. You're on top. Now, no purchases yet, though. What do you think I am? No. I didn't know if you were maybe considering, you know, renting out a storage unit and just keeping a single doll. No. In the storage unit. Absolutely To house not. it. Nope. <laughs> um, so I find Ruby. Okay. And Ruby, at first, a week ago, discount diva. She's going for $5.50. Okay. I'm like, damn, okay. Oh, I you're checked. worth Ruby? Well, I checked. There was a bidding war. 50 bids for Ruby. She went for $221.50. Oh, wow. Let me show you Ruby. This is Ruby right here. Ruby, um... Kind of cottage core dress. Yes. There's something about the face that will definitely live in my dreams tonight. That's for sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank yeah, you, Ruby. I mean, she's got, I don't know, something on her face. She's she's a little disheveled. I don't know what this is. Um, she's cute. Now, it says here that she was 
active spirit, salty but benevolent. Um, what does this mean? Salty but benevolent? Yeah, salty but benevolent. Okay, can you explain what that, how you um, interpret that one? Okay, well, we'll read about it. She, okay. It comes with a biography. Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I wouldn't leave you hanging like okay. that. I'm like, salty but benevolent. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm salty but benevolent. Mm. So, okay. Ruby is an interesting spirit. She can be funny, but she's super judgmental. <laughs> you know that friend that says mean things, but they are true mean things, and they are funny? Well, that's Ruby. I always have mixed feelings because she shouldn't be so judgmental, but she says funny things. At first, I used a pendulum to communicate with her, and then I got to where I could hear her when we are alone in a room together. (laughs) Okay. In the middle... I'm just picturing these conversations that she was having where she's saying things that are true, but they're mean, but they're funny. Yes. She's like Joan Rivers. And then the huge Joan Rivers. And then the human being like, Ruby, not today, but also like a little giggle. But also that is hilarious, Ruby. And you're right. She does look like that, Ruby. You're always right, Ruby. God. Like I can just picture her like this person is having a friend over and then they leave and then Ruby's like... Girl, she needs to fix those split ends. And then you're like, Ruby, you're you're right. But <laughs> but you can't say that, Ruby. I'm going to put you on eBay. So, okay, there's more. In the past, Ruby occupied a different vessel. She was in a different doll. She switched to this vessel for unknown reasons. I think she was a middle-aged woman when she passed. She seems to have died suddenly from an illness. I think she was a housewife her whole life, and she always found that dull. She seems very intelligent. She enjoys watching Hallmark movies and likes to listen to audible (laughs) romance novels. Oh, so she likes a little spice. She does. Yeah, Ruby likes, she likes the wholesome Hallmark, which she probably is like me. She probably makes fun of them the whole time. Yeah, she likes to have the commentary, but then, you know, as an ex-board housewife is like, I need some spicy. Oh, she gets those romance Sensuality in my life, yes. Yeah. So in some ways, I think death was a relief because she has more freedom now. Oh, okay. Uh, She's 14 inches tall, 9 inches at her arms. She has marks and scratches on her face. Her her hair needs some care. Uh, She has a doll stand, blah, blah, blah. And then the last thing it says is, Ruby is a cool lady, but one needs to be okay with listening to funny but judgmental comments. If you are looking for a gossip partner, you have a great (laughs) friend. Now, is this person attempting to get rid of Ruby because they're trying to better themselves? $221.50 later. Ruby just sounds like a, a great hang. I'm she like, if I'm. Fun. She sounds so fun. Like, I like to be able to have my private, you know, judgy conversations with yes. my best, closest friends. You know, Ruby's yes. not giving away this person's secrets. She could be a podcast partner. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just so curious why this individual would. I mean, maybe they're trying to better themselves and not talk so badly. So so judgmentally about some of their friends. It could be. Ruby's I, a bad influence. I know. Ruby's probably pissed about this. I wouldn't mess with Ruby. Ruby would 
hop on social media and spill all your tea or something. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ruby is not going to be happy with you, and you mm-hmm. know that Ruby is just going to be talking smack about this ex the entire time. Oh, yeah. So you know if yeah, you purchase like Ruby, it's just the ex conversation is going to be nonstop. nonstop. You're like, Ruby, when are you going to get over them, okay? Yeah. You're with me now. We're in a relationship now. It's time to move on. Oh, Ruby's no. I think I, this, I would say of all the dolls I've looked at, this one might be the one I would want the most. She sounds fun. Ruby sounds so fun. She's my kind of gal. Now, are these descriptions always so fantastic? Not always, but this is what I look for. Okay. Is this kind of. Because I'm just, I'm tickled by. So do you understand now why every single week I go to eBay and I type in haunted dolls? 1,000%. Yeah. I'm like, I just, I just met a new friend that I like. This Ruby person. I would not (laughs) doubt that if you looked at these long enough, you will find one that's like, she loves to listen to the podcast Chatty Broads. Like, they get into the things that they like. So do they know why they like the specific podcasts or shows because they tell them this? I mean, I don't know. It, it sounds like with Ruby, she would let you know if she doesn't like it. I might want to purchase one of these dolls now. Okay, please do. Because if they're going to like let me know, if they're going to communicate with me their boundaries, their interests, their purpose, then I can get I can wrap my head around it and I can be like, we're going to be pals here. Totally. And I'm it's not all about concerned. the communication. My dolls, there was no communication. Mm. They were just spooky as hell. Did you try? I guess I really didn't. Maybe that was me being shut off. Yeah. It was my problem, not their problem. I am going to keep my eyes open. And if I see one that I like for you, I will purchase it for you please and have send, it sent to your home. Please send my way. And don't tell me that you purchase it and send it and it'll just arrive and it'll scare the living daylight. I will out hire of me. an old male actor, like the man that came to your house that day. Who can also disappear on command. Yes. Just a smoke bomb. Yes. He's just gone. Yes, I will find an old magician. <sighs> You want to hear some ghost voices? Please. It's time for EVPs or EV please. You've done this before. Oh, I love this. I go to YouTube. I find alleged electronic voice phenomena, a.k.a. ghost voices. And I'm going to play two of them for you. I want you to tell me what you hear, and then we're going to guess what the real answer is, which is what the investigators said that they believe it says. Okay. Okay, this first one is from Senapur, which is Southeastern New England Paranormal Investigative Research. It was done at a private residence, so we don't know where. Here we go. What is this ghost saying? Okay. What do you think? It's a creepy voice. Yeah, I don't like that voice at all. I'm hearing, like, something cover. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, a cover artist. They they heard a good cover of some song. Just want to let you know that someone has dropped a fantastic The Weeknd cover. Yes. (laughs) It sounds like good cover. Good cover. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, here's some options. Which is also spooky. Like, good cover. Wait a second. 
Is it A, look at her? Which I like. I like the thought of like, look at her. She's one hot That's what ghost. I said when you walked in. I said, <laughs> look at her. Is it B, the cupboard? What's in the cupboard? Ooh. Is it C, good cover? Or D, hey Gilbert? I don't know who that is. You still say good cover? I think so. That's what they said. Good oh cover. Oh, my God. So it says. Um, this, this is the first time I've ever even gotten yeah, close you're good at to this. understanding. No, I'm normally I can never understand. Well, because a lot of times they're not that great. Uh, this one, it says that it was in a living room on a static camera in this person's house. The voice can be heard clearly saying good cover, which is significant due to the client's. Uh, comments having been describing how she'd played off her reaction as not being scared. So, like, she was scared, and then she was like, just kidding, I'm not. And then the ghost goes, good cover. Oh, I don't like that at all. Good cover. I don't like that. That is creepy, creepy, creepy. Okay, Mm -hmm. here's another one. This was posted by GPT Paranormal at a place called the Cheney Mansion. Here we go. Wait, this one's a little bit louder. Okay, wait a second. It's like a whisper. That one's spooky too. What do you think? I hear cop. Cop? At the end. I don't hear that at all. How do you hear? Well, here's some options. Is it A, oh, no, no. Is it B, Idaho? (laughs) C, hey, yo, yo. Or D, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Oh, no, I hear no, 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 now. Oh, no, no. Oh, I hear no, no. They believe it's I don't know. Really? Do you hear that other thing in the background? Because that's what I was hearing. Let me tune in. It's like at the very end. No. (laughs) I hear like a voice, too. It's a double EVP. (laughs) But it's just... I don't know. Two for one. Two for one EVP. I don't know. Let us know if you hear that other voice in there because yeah. I'm hearing something else. Oh, no. Maybe it's just my own brain. Maybe it's the people in your living room that whisper to each <laughs> other sexily. Or Ruby's in my head now giving me some judgment. Ruby. Ruby. Okay, last thing. I'm just going to name a bunch of paranormal stuff. Okay. And you tell me what you think. All right. If anything comes up. Okay. Any like thoughts? a Rorschach test type situation? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you think of witchcraft? Now, personally, I don't really think of it as being paranormal, but it kind of goes along with the conversation. I would say I used to be feel spooky about witchcraft, and now I have so many witch friends 
that I'm like, bring on the witchcraft. I have seen nothing but positivity coming from that. Right. Mm-hmm. Are All the you, good things. Have you engaged in witchcraftery? I've done some spells here okay. and there. You know, we've tried a few things. A love to spell. success. A best friend spell that I put on you to try to convince you to love me for forever. It's working. <laughs> so, okay, so you have done some stuff, but would you say that it has worked? I would say, I would say sure. It feels, man, at least my experience, because I'm not an experienced person. I just like learned some spells that I was like, this feels manifestation energy to me. Right, it right, definitely right. seemed to, it didn't hurt. I mean, a lot of it is like, Vision boards, mm-hmm. um, the secret, like yeah. a lot of that kind of law of attraction, like that stuff witches have been doing for years. For years. But no one would listen. Now, I will tell you this. I grew up in a community that was very conservative Christian. So you hear the word witch and it's like, oh, oh, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I remember being in one of my houses when I was five or six. And apparently in the very cookie cutter neighborhood, there was a group of women who were Wiccan who would get together and do spells. And it was kind of like the community, like the hushed voices, like, did you hear about that group? Because it was all these Christians who were very, you know, they would act scared of it or be nervous about it. And I remember being like, I want to, I want to get into that circle. Yeah, I love that. I loved it. Yes. Were they women that by day were Christian housewives or? I don't know. I never knew if it was like that people uh, knew specifically who they were. There was one specific house in my neighborhood that we would walk by and my mom would always point to that house and said, one of the Wiccans lives there. And it was kind of in a, you know, it was said in a spooky way. And I was like, I want to get on this but it was kind of like the legend around the very cookie cutter hyper conservative Christian community and I just I want to know now I want to go back and find out what that was about like where were they holding their communities I don't know especially nowadays like everybody's practicing witchcraft that like anytime I mean obviously talking like hundreds of years ago it's incredible but like I don't know, people that did it before it was cool. I love them. Love, love. So much respect. Um, what do you think about like deja vu, synchronicities, stuff like that happening? I feel like you're full of it. You know that I think that it's like a time warp. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I always get a little, well, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. So, you know, every time I have a deja vu, I have my first thought is I'm like losing my memory and like what's going on in my brain Mm. kind of scares me a little bit, but I don't know. It would make sense to me that there's like a little moment, a little glitch. Okay. What about, I find that with success and or close relationships, like let's say you and Becca or you and your husband have you ever gone back or have you acknowledged things that are like, this is too good to be true, that we met each other or? Yes. Like what? I mean, even just how the podcast got started was strange to me that like she said yes and showed up and she didn't know me, like come to my house. She had a bunch of offers. I had no experience. And then 
it just ended up working. Uh-huh. That's strange to me. Moments where all of a sudden you, you know, the other day we were at a hotel and started talking to this family because they had another little one and my daughter and uh, their child were playing. And we end up finding out, we're like out of town, out of town. We end up finding out that they're like, cousins of another best friend of ours like just those weird moments where you're like of all the people and there's just this overlap that's when sometimes you know the different concepts of like living in a simulation and like one of the theories is that nothing is happening outside of this room oh yeah that you have like this singular like you have your perspective and like that's it and outside of that room there's nothing happening right now right so sometimes I think about that kind of creeps so you out. think the world revolves around you yes i am uh very egocentric <laughs> okay good to know i guess nobody else matters <laughs> uh what do you think about this is a deep one okay do you have an idea of what happens when we die to our spirits or you know i am that's one of my biggest fears why? I'm I get like really really anxious about what happens after you die. So but how does how does that go along with the ghosts that you've encountered? What do you think has happened to them? I sure don't know. I think um what help what like gives me peace in my anxiety when I'm laying in bed at night being like what happens after we die um is I just think about the fact that we're all energy, right? So it's like if you die, then your the matter and the energy you're made up of goes elsewhere. So sometimes I wonder if like maybe those ghost moments are just little like blips of energy. I don't know. I hope that I get to that. I hope that there is something else after. But I wish it's one of those things that um, the idea of not knowing is what scares me the most. If I knew. And the end was scary. I'd be more okay with like yeah, not. Knowing. But I don't know if you knew and it wasn't good. That's no like. I wouldn't look forward to that. I would be living in fear. Like I don't want this to end because I don't want to go to the bad. That's true. Thing. I guess again, this is coming from me, who's again raised so conservative Christian that right. I was always like, well, you know, <laughs> I thought about that every day too. But what was so scary is like I don't know, I don't know. But I like to think that. I don't know. We carry on in some way. The mystery is the fun part. And I say this all the time, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to repeat this all the time because I hope it helps people that, like, talking about ghosts has taken away my fear of dying. Really? Yeah. Because okay. I've had so many conversations about it. And, of course, I still don't know what a ghost is. I don't know how any of this stuff works. But it just leads me... To believe that it's not over when when the, when it's over, like, it makes it feel a little more that way. Especially when you get into like the idea of past lives and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go on to the next one. Like, there's just gonna be another life. I'm that I'm absolutely down for. Now, if you talk to Becca, my co-host on my podcast, she is so scared of entering in a new life that's like one of her biggest fears yeah but it's like going to a new high school or whatever like that is scary it is it's i'm like yeah it's nerve-wracking but i'm all about like get me get me into that next life a lot of people believe and i i i can see this a lot of people believe that if you don't 
if there's certain lessons you didn't learn in this life, wherever you go next, you're going to have to learn those lessons before mm-hmm. you can go on to another life or else you're going to keep going into lives where you're put in those situations. Mm-hmm. Like you have to overcome whatever that is. Like a karmic to a certain yes, extent. Yes, that all goes along with it. I felt that way numerous times recently. I feel like every few, like almost every six or seven years that I'm being faced again with a very similar life lesson, like mm. over and over. And I know one of my biggest battles in life kind of is the same thing in different versions over and over again. And the other day I'm like, is this kind of my, is this why I'm here to figure out if I'm going to conquer this Mm. challenge and like get over this hump? Yeah. You like have to, Mm -hmm. you have to face it. Your problems Mm -hmm. are always going to come back up. Yeah. And thinking about it like that, I like, that makes me feel peaceful. It's not too scary. I mean, I don't want to die, but like, Oh, if I could live, if if science one day figures out how we can live forever, I'm like, I'm in. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, the absolutely. Way, do you know how hot it's going to be? I don't want to be 85 years old when it's 300 degrees. At that point, I'm hoping that they'll shoot me into space somewhere. I'll be in some orb, you know, just a nice climate-controlled orb. Maybe at, you know, 150, they've gotten me to that age, and I'm just floating around. Maybe Alvin's up there. I'm with Ruby. I'm We're picturing in a you podcasting from up there. <laughs> just floating it's me, Jess. Hi, it's day 5,225 <laughs> in the orb in space. Sign me up. Fun. Sign me up. Okay, let's do one more. What do you think about... I don't know. I feel like I've covered a lot of these with you before. Because we've talked before about Bigfoot, haunted dolls, Ouija boards, demons. Um, Do you think that there could be an existence of things like trolls or goblins? Um, I would say probably not, but I love to think that that, yes, in fact, well, they are so. Interesting enough, some of my favorite people in the world... Greg and Dana Newkirk, they are these paranormal investigators. Yes. You know about them? Fantastic. Do you know about Hellier, the TV show that they did? They It's it's about investigating these goblin-like creatures in Kentucky that are very similar looking to the Kelly Hopkinsville case. And there's been a lot of people that have witnessed that kind of stuff in that area. So are we thinking that potentially these goblins are extraterrestrial yeah oh my god it's all connected (sighs) i didn't even ever put that together i'm like well the goblins it's like again the harry potter energy which i would like to think is real but not that it's an et situation i mean where do they come from somewhere (sighs) they're not of this earth that's true where are they i don't know i would be absolutely down to be the goblin you're talking to one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called a goblin. Jess, you've been so generous. Oh my goodness. Like joining me, coming out here. It is always studio. so wonderful to be here with you. I love talking with you. I could talk to you for hours. <sighs> Tell people where to find you and all that stuff. 
Well, you can find uh, the podcast that I'm a co-host with Becca Martinez on, Chatty Broads, on everything. Apple, Spotify, we have a YouTube channel as well. Um, And my personal Instagram is at thebadmomwith2ds. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, Halloween's coming up. If you if you want to give me a call, I will be there. We a lot of times talk about spooky stuff on Halloween together. Oh, you know. It's tradition. I mean. It's I, tradition. And like I'm figuring out now, you are the energetic source in my life who cleanses all of the spookiness from my house every time you come. I do my best. You cleanse it. They, they, Everyone is at peace then when you come. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, I guess that's it. Love it. Thank you so much to Jess Ambrose. Watch the video version of this pod. Link in the description. Oh, also my Patreons there. Support the show. Listen to my little weekly episodes of me looking into paranormal phenomena in the different 50 states of America. All right. I guess that's it. It's Halloween time. Please tell your friends about the show. Please subscribe. Hey, post about it if you want. Tell your friends. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at all if you did something like that. That'd be real nice, actually. Um, Write the show five stars. That's a nice thing to do. Send me a ghost story. Okay, I really do mean it. I really do want to do a listener episode. So send your ghost stories to ghostedbyroz at gmail.com with the subject line listener episode and some bullet points of your different stories so I know what we could talk about together. And then, yeah, a five-star review. You could leave a ghost story in there. You could say something nice about the show. Um, I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Starbanes Avenue, a podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.